This podcast is produced by Visionary Studios. Hey everyone, I'm Mitchell Rail. And I'm Wade Clausen. And welcome back to Let's Unpack That. Today we are joined by Matthew Hannafin. How are you doing, King? How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm doing really good. How are you? So good. I'm doing amazing. I'm doing great. It's this beautiful is, out. Yes. I mean, it's kind of cold. It is chilly. It's kind of cold and I foggy today. <laughs> you should have. You should have. I should have worn like a sweatshirt, honestly. Um, but this is your first ever podcast, right? Yeah, I'm like low-key nervous. I can promise that this is definitely not like a scary podcast to be on. Don't worry. Matthew, I was thinking about it as you we were kind of like talking about doing this and like me asking you to come on, etc. Like I think the first time that I ever saw you at like on social media or anything was during quarantine on my For You page on TikTok. I feel like this uh. podcast is slowly <laughs> becoming me like having those people that I saw on my For You page like in quarantine on, on here. And, like, it's kind of fun like oh to get God. to like know people beyond just like their TikToks or whatever. Um, but you have kind of had your moment <laughs> on TikTok and slash social media. You become kind of well, uh, what's the word? Like well-known or you just have like your viral moments when you put things in your mouth. In my mouth, yeah. And it's only if I ever put something in my mouth. And everyone tells me to stop, but like... But people love it. Gets it. Light. it gets cool. likes, yeah. The so likes it. <laughs> yes, yes. The algorithm clearly likes it. And especially when COVID really was bad, my sister was like, you need to stop putting dirty cups in your mouth. And I was like, what? It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're going to get COVID. I'm like, but I'm getting likes. Too, so did okay. you? Did you ever get it? Um, well, this past Christmas I did, but I don't think it goes from doing that. <laughs> but it's iconic. We love it. We love it. So, Matthew, tell us a little bit about you, where are you from, all that jazz. Okay, well, I'm from the South Shore of Boston, Massachusetts, born and raised. Lived in the same town my whole life, and, like, my dad has a huge family, my mom has a huge family, so, like, I grew up with a ton of cousins and uncles and aunts and everything. Always went to public school, and, like, I had a lot of friends and stuff, um... A lot of girlfriends for the most part and then like middle school came around middle school was middle school you know and then high school was fun and then um i went to college for a year then went to community college and ended up fleeing the state and now i live in la okay that's a short rundown <laughs> <laughs> i mean we love we love that little storyline we love a little we love a little east coast to west coast <laughs> moment a little trans west coast best coast <laughs> oh so you're not so you're not about the east coast you've you i'm you've, not at all uh-uh, uh-uh. you get me Actually, as far I, away as possible I've, I've really only been to like new england and new york city okay but still like i still prefer the west coast and i've only been to los angeles but like still <laughs> <laughs> you, you've never ventured out no, because I work. I like work so much. I don't have time to like yeah. go all the way to like San Francisco or go to like San Diego for a weekend or something like that. I haven't had a lot of time. Take a vacation. That's what you need. I want to. I want to. I might be going to San Francisco in August. Actually, and I'm Ooh, really that's excited. fun. What are you doing there? Um, what's it called? Outside Lands, a music festival. It's like okay. the first or second weekend in August. So let's let's go back to you growing up on the East Coast. What was that experience like? What types of things were you involved in? What was kind of like growing up as a gay individual in your community? The thing with me is like, I didn't even question my sexuality since I was 14, which I know a lot of people like knew right when they were born or when they were like five. I literally didn't even question it since I was like eighth grade 
freshman year. But yeah, like I grew up playing sports. I played soccer right away. I played that for, I want to say like eight years. I loved playing soccer. My older brother played it and obviously I'm going to follow my older brother. So I played that too. But I remember trying like basketball, baseball, um, growing up too, but like soccer was my main thing. And then in middle school, one of my neighbors started playing football. <laughs> and so like fifth grade, I'm like, I'll try football. Like it can't be that hard. And like, I actually loved it. I was a fast runner and stuff. But I didn't have like the killer instinct tackle a million people. You know what I mean? But like, it was fun because it was middle school. Come on. But like, I played that up until eighth grade and I had a lot of friends like on the football team. And like, that was literally my friend group. And now my friends now like make fun of me for back then because i thought i was like too cool for them and all that <laughs> stuff it's just funny to think about because i literally don't even know who that is anymore like that person 10 years ago so you were 14 and you suddenly started questioning it when you were in yeah. athletics and you were starting to kind of question that and obviously you were around predominantly straight men I would assume. What was that like for you? So in middle school, it was frustrating because in like sixth grade specifically, I remember like, again, I had like a lot of guy friends at the time and obviously girlfriends too, but like I was friends with my football friends and like guys in the classroom and whatever. I remember people would always come up to me in the halls being like, are you gay? I heard you gay. I heard you're gay. Like, why are you so girly? Like all this stuff. I hate how the term gay in middle school is just like negative. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this is so gay. Like, you know what I mean? But like, you don't want to be gay in mm -hmm. middle school. So I'm like, why do people say this to me? Because remember, I'm not even questioning my sexuality at the time. So I'm like, why does everyone like say this to me? And I kept saying like, I have a lot of girl cousins. That's probably why I'm so girly. And like, I didn't know any better and it literally made me like upset. And so this started probably when I was like 11 or 12. And then eighth grade, I finally decided to try doing um, musical theater. <laughs> and like, so I started doing that. And I think when I became closer with my friends from like elementary school again, because um, that's just when I started really realizing like maybe I am like into guys or something but it was a battle because I didn't understand what it was I thought it was like I could date a girl but I couldn't like have sex with one I could have sex with a guy but I couldn't date a guy and I was like what does this even mean like whatever I remember also praying that I wasn't gay and like I don't pray I'm like, not that religious but I was like dear god like <laughs> I literally dated a lot of women in middle school but then eighth grade comes around and I'm like I don't even know if I like women like that because my first kiss was with a girl like I haven't done anything crazy but like I dated a lot of women like, I got I was a little man whore in middle school. <laughs> my friends my friends like make fun of me for it all the time but I'm like you know what I have no regrets so high school rolls around and I don't play soccer anymore I run track and this is when I really started to realize in high school that my anxiety around straight men like got like bad people overthink and all that stuff i overthink all the time but like i think the way i thought straight men viewed me is just flawed i'd go to the bathroom and i'd be scared that people would look at me like oh the gay kid walked in because at this point i'm starting to realize i clearly am into guys whether it's gay or bi or what i didn't realize until the end of freshman year i was definitely gay <laughs> but i wasn't out at the time yeah so I'm like running track and I feel excluded on the team. No one really talks to me unless, cause like I was pretty fast. So people would be like, oh, like good job, Hannah Finn. And like, that's it. They wouldn't go out of the way to make me feel included in the group or hang out with me or this and that. I just didn't feel like part of the team. And then sophomore year, I did the same thing. Um, and I was still doing theater at the time too. So like I loved all my um, theater company friends, but I didn't have like any friends on the track team. And then sophomore year rolls around and I do two seasons of it and I was on varsity at this point, but like still no one would talk to me. And I was like, I'm running with 
all these guys with a fun personality, but like I literally felt like a loser and it was just so bad where like my friends wanted me to quit. My parents didn't understand it because like they're straight people. What do they know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> after sophomore year, I literally had to stop because a, lo- a lot happened where, long story short, one of my mutual friends liked someone on the track team and that guy heard about it and thought it was me just because he thought I was gay. Is your mutual but I was, friend a guy or a girl? No, it was a girl. It was okay. a girl. And they were like, oh, someone on the track team likes you because someone on the girl track team liked a boy, whatever. And the guy thought it was me. And that was just, like, the main catastrophe when I was, like, I'm not even out. No, I'm, none of my friends knew, well, knew I was gay. That was really the cherry on top, and I was, like, I cannot be around straight men anymore. Like, it was, like, like, really bad. And so I ended up, like, never running again. Would you say that those anxieties have stayed with you? I'm definitely working on it. I feel like I'm improving myself, but also men are just maturing believe it or not slowly (laughs) slowly but surely i mean i think even just thinking back for me like a few years ago like starting in college i feel men always like have an issue with you just -hmm. because they know you're gay like if you go and try to talk to them and say hi and they're straight and like maybe they're a little insecure about their sexuality or whatever but they are always like oh you're gay or they're like texting your friend and they're like omg your gay friend mitchell he's hitting on me and i'm like i'm literally not like literally just trying to have a friendship like i'm sorry (laughs) it's like i don't understand why like they're just so insecure about it and always making an issue about it and i think for me it kind of made me just like not want to be friends with straight men <laughs> i think straight men have really been progressing though yeah slowly yeah, like, oh, i agree yeah, yeah most definitely they've made progress it's just because we're getting older they could just be just as bad now in high school as we oh, were I, oh, I bet. especially in small town like small town wisconsin i don't know what like your town was like growing up but i think for both myself mm-hmm. and wade like we both grew up in very conservative communities yes, and so like with the increased rhetoric and just stuff about targeting the gays I can just totally see like some little like 11 year old boy whose parents are like super conservative and watching Fox News all day like parroting what his parents are saying to like kids on the playground because that's all they know when a parent raises their kid like if they say gay is bad their kid's gonna think oh it's not good to be gay yeah and then those kids that are on the playground that are maybe don't even like know that they're gay and acting more feminine then they're gonna get bullied which Mm -hmm. obviously nobody wants that so in, in high school, was there anything else that really kind of was a struggle as you went through high school? I feel like it all ended when I didn't run track junior year because I didn't come out of the closet until junior year of high school. But like I didn't sign up for the track team or anything. And my coach literally emailed me like, hey, I was looking forward to this season. You're not running, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck your team. Can I swear? Yeah. <laughs> and I literally explained everything. I was like, I've never felt more excluded in my life. And I don't know what it was, but something about that just took a weight off my shoulders. And like I remained closer with my theater friends and I'm very close like best friends with a lot of them to this day too high school was all like a mental battle because no one would for the most part do anything like to my face like ever did you ever use ask fm yes yes yeah, yeah. like the same thing like I would get asked all the time like I hate the way you walk and talk it's so girly or like are you gay and like all this stuff and you like when you're that age and everyone's saying like gay is such a bad thing like, you don't want to be gay like I said earlier, I can't even imagine my like my thought process at the point back then because I don't live like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a very different person now that I'm out because like I don't I don't know how to explain it. I'm just like a lot happier and I'm not stressed mm-hmm. about coming out anymore. I'm just more myself. So exactly. growing up, I feel like it was just a lot harder. Yeah. 
No, I, I, I totally feel that because I think for me even, like, I've never been somebody who needed to have, like, a big coming out post or, like, make a big deal out mm-hmm. of it. Like, I just kind of be myself and I just live my life and don't really give a shit if other people want to have an issue with it. Like, sorry, like, sorry that you have to have an issue with who I am as a person. Like, that's probably a you problem if you have an issue mm-hmm. with who I am. My coming out post was basically, it wasn't a post, but I just went to a dance with a guy. And uh-huh. then people just started to know. Yeah, you know, it's it's a that's slow cute. trickle. <laughs> that is cute. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's really cute. Yeah, a little. Uh, cute. That's very. But I was like, ignored Vodka. the whole dance. <laughs> oh, you were like nervous. No, or, I was ignored. You were ignored. Yeah, they, you were ignored. They started dancing <laughs> with somebody else. The guy you came with? Yeah, they danced with a girl. Was he gay? <laughs> yes, he was gay. <laughs> oh my god! After high school, you said you went to community college shortly, right? Well, I went to the University of Maine for a year. Okay. And then I ended up going to community college after that. So I did experience, I got a good taste of like the fun college life and I'd visit them whenever I could. So then you moved to LA. Oh my God, best decision I've ever made in my entire life. Tell us about it. Tell us about what that move was like for you and kind of what your take is on LA culture and the gay community there. So I've wanted to move to LA from as long as I can remember. My parents said my whole life I've talked about it. December of 2020, my family moved a lot within the past couple of years for like financial reasons. And I kept saying, if we're going to move again, like I want to live where I want to live. And my dad said, you should just go to LA. You've talked about it your whole life. And I was like, okay. And he was like just plan a time and like figure it out. I literally posted on a Facebook page, a random Facebook page, like a college group, literally saying like, hey, I'm Matthew, I'm from here, I wanna move here, like blah, blah, blah. Like you post on a college page and like people reached out to me and I found a roommate that was moving at the same time. And we ended up moving in together with his friend. But it's just like a very, very, very different scene than it is back home, which I like, Los Angeles a lot better. I think at least Southern California is all I've ever been to. Um, But everyone there is just so much nicer. Everything is ridiculously expensive though. That's like my main thing. I live in the border of like West Hollywood and Hollywood. So there's gay people everywhere and I'm not used to it at all. Like (laughs) at all. As you like made the transition to LA, was there anything that surprised you? I think honestly how nice the people were because people would say to me from home, like, oh, how's LA? How are the people? And I'm like, everyone is so nice. Because I moved in with my dad. He was there for like my first three days and he can talk to a wall. And he like would just strike up a conversation with anyone when we're waiting in line at Target or like at a bar together or something, like anything. He can just talk to anyone and everyone was willing to speak to us. And they were all like so nice and encouraging and everyone's willing to like make friends and connections and stuff. But also I feel like a lot of LA is networking. So I think that's also a part of it, why everyone is so nice. I've never realized that until I said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, so maybe, maybe, um, it's, maybe it's not genuine or would you say it is genuine? I mean, it's very obvious to me when people are fake, I can literally like just see right through it. So, I mean, if someone isn't being genuine with me, I'm not gonna like be all bestie, buddy, buddy with them. I mean, I'll talk to them, but I'm like, okay, I really, like, I see right through it. But then I have, like, I've made very good friends my first couple months of moving here, and, like, I know I'll be friends with them for the rest of my life because they're actual, genuine people. We love, we love genuine people. It's so hard to find that, I feel mm-hmm. like, to find people no, who yeah. are actually, one, genuine, or B, don't just want to hook up with you. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. The Venn diagram oh with God. that both in the middle is very, very tricky very to find hard. someone who checks both the boxes. Would you say you want to live in LA your whole life, or do you want to venture out somewhere? I don't know. Like, I love living here now, because I just turned 22. It's like the perfect 
place to be for me right now. But I mean, I definitely want to live in New York City at some point. I love New York and see where else the world takes me. I do not want to raise a family in Los Angeles. You recently went to Coachella. I feel like Coachella is such a I unique like experience, a unique thing that is so glamorized and popularized in uh -huh. media and social media and just the culture especially within people that are our age group. What was that experience like for you? Well, for me, it was so exciting because I went with like my best friend and he offered to bring me and I was like, I don't know if I should go. And he was like, you're coming and you're not saying no. And I was like, okay. So like I got work off last minute, thank God. And no one from where I'm from like goes to Coachella because like the Northeast and the Southwest, like it just wouldn't make sense. I, you know what I mean? So me going, I'm like, this like isn't a thing for me. Like this just didn't feel real. And just the thought of going was so exciting. And like walking in, it was my first music festival too. So I like did not know what to expect. And just, it sounds so cliche, but the vibes were like everything. Because um, I love music and like I'm excited to go to a festival period, but especially with like my best friend and Coachella, you know, so like that was so exciting. I'm not kidding. It was like the best weekend of my life. I literally wouldn't change a thing about it. Like it was the best weekend I've ever had. Amazing. Sometimes people have amazing stories about Coachella. Sometimes people don't have amazing ones. Was there anything that was kind of like weird about it? I don't know. Just being in VIP was so fun too. Just walking <laughs> around and like, we got two tequila Red Bulls. They were $60. So for two? I was like, two? Mm, for two, yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's not get drinks here anymore. <laughs> they should give you free um, drinks when you have VIP, honestly. Like there should be like a don't. free unless unless we just weren't in VIP, but I could have sworn we were. Yeah, were they were they strong drinks at least or I really don't remember. Like I mean anything that tastes like tequila. Okay. <laughs> any 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 tequila, tequila if I taste it, I'm like, this is too strong. My other thing about it though is like the outfit stressed me out because I don't have the best fashion sense on the planet, at least compared to the like a lot of my friends I live with or hang out with, I mean. So going to Coachella, I was like, I can't go. Like I have nothing to wear. I'm not buying an outfit right now, but I somehow pulled it together. But my best friend wore like the most dramatic outfits I have like ever seen. And I was like, I look ridiculous next to you because you look too good. <laughs> <laughs> That was probably my biggest complaint. It's not even a complaint. I feel like I pulled it off, but I was so stressed about what to wear. What's like your usual go-to drink? So now I get the usual Long Island extra sweet. Extra sweet. <laughs> Those will mess you up. <laughs> You're going to be around. No, I like went to a bar last week because my friend's friends with the bartender and she was like, your friend got so many Long Islands. That's like unheard of because I got like at least eight and I was like, were you just fine? Were you just fine with it? Like, your body just knows oh, how to Oh, yeah. Handle? No, like, I'm fine. I mean, I don't know. I went out the night before, so I knew it was going to take longer for me to um, get to that same level. So I was like, I'll just keep drinking Long Islands. <laughs> you must have a high tolerance so then, good. right? Like, that's like get a lot of alcohol. Get them extra sweet because it's either extra sour mix or extra Coke. I don't know, but you can't taste anything. And it's so good. I've never but had yeah, there's a lot of alcohol. Before. There's literally like five types of alcohol and then it's just like sweet and sweet mix or sour mix and coke and that's it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying. I'll try it, Matthew. I'll give you no I've I've had a Long Island. I love Long Islands. I've just never had them extra sweet uh, before. So I'll have to try it next time I go out and I'll give you my review. I'll let you know what I think. Let me know about your night period after that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you setting me up for a curse? Are you trying to do me dirty, Matthew? No, uh, uh never. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Matthew, for joining us today. Do you want to give everyone your socials so they can follow you? So my Instagram and TikTok are Matthew Hannafin, and my Twitter is Gay Interludes. Okay, amazing. I will link them below if you're watching on YouTube or on Spotify. I'll put those in the description. You can follow us on Instagram at UnpackTHT or on TikTok at UnpackThatPod. Thank you so much, Matthew. Thank Thank you you again, Wade. And we will see you guys next Thursday. Bye, everyone. Bye.